Hi, everyone. This is Melissa. And Kate. And Lainey. And we are the The Louisiana Louisiana Ladies. We are so glad you are here. Check us out on Instagram at Louisiana Ladies Podcast and visit us online at laladies.info. This episode is sponsored by my firm, Falcon Winkler, CPAs and business advisors. We are committed to proactively serving the well-being of our clients to achieve their business goals. We go beyond the numbers to provide personalized service tailored to each client, from outsourced accounting, income tax planning, to retirement services. You can find more information about the firm at www.fw-cpa.com. Hi there. Okay, don't act like this is y'all's first rodeo. <laughs> this is now our second rodeo. Yeah, yes. yes. So we are back, another episode of Louisiana Ladies, and we are, I was about to say on site, but that's not what you're supposed to say. Yeah, we're yeah. recording we are in the wild, site. is what I said earlier. Oh, I like that. Recording no, it's not we're recording like, in the what, what do news people say whenever they're on like, location. I'm on, on location. location. Oh, there you go. On location. On location. At the scene of the crime. We are, <laughs> we are, I don't think crimes happen. No, I'm just kidding. So we are on location at the cutest, but now expanded bookstore yes. of Red Stick Reads yes. with also the cutest couple any people, anybody would ever meet. So we have Terry and James, and I don't know y'all's last names. Highfield. Highfield. Mm-hmm. I should know that. Down. Mm-hmm. So, um, we had been reaching out to, uh, Kate's here too. I'm here. Hi, Kate. That's Hi, right. She went to, been fired. she went to Falcon <laughs> Winkler. I did go to Falcon Winkler, but, um, I got to find out that Emma's birthday is this week. Yes. And she had the most beautiful flowers, uh, that were from her friend, but Billy Harriman's, uh, shop did a great yeah. job. So, um, I had reached out to either Terry or, who, who, who does y'all's Instagram? Who am I, who am I talking to? Me mostly. To? Okay. Yes. Yeah, not, not me on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> not, okay. Not James. Okay. And just was like, how can we kind of partner together and work together to, uh, you know, grow our following yeah. and spread the word about what we're doing? Especially because we have a book club. Mm-hmm. We have a. Yeah, which is very fun. Yeah. Except we, our book club needs work. Book clubs are a lot more work. Then I think people realize. Yeah, uh, but clearly, because yeah. we actually haven't had a meeting. Yeah, no, <laughs> so it's not really a book club; it's, it's hard a book idea. Or IRL. <laughs> we haven't done it, so that's what. It, so Terry was like, "I can help. We can help with that. We can partner. We can do whatever you guys need." You know, um, I j- before we kick off though, I've done a couple of stories on this. You know, in terms of ordering online for those that maybe cannot make it to the store, even though I highly recommend you come to the store right. because if you are stressed out and you walk into the store, you automatically feel better. Yeah. I told Melissa my serotonin just went through the roof when we walked in. But I also think of the day that we did our local crawl and we walked in because y'all were some of our OG guests. Uh-huh. Y'all came on yes, the podcast yes, a couple I years ago. That. And it was um, only the hottest day in the It was a very hot day. But we were greeted with mimosas. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, wow, yeah. this place oh, yeah. really is magical. <laughs> yeah. So I, so, but if you can't make it in, and I didn't, I, I probably knew this at one point, but mm-hmm. now that I definitely know this, this is where I'm ordering all my books. It's bookshops.org. Yep. So they, there's actually two ways. Two, um, oh. You can email oh, me James's directly. James already going in. Yeah, okay. right. So <laughs> if you email me directly, directly at yes, restickreads at gmail.com. Yes. I just felt I bad about doing that, no, I, that, That actually helps us more. Oh, yeah. good it's to know. It's not a big deal, though. Okay. So if you're going to end up paying shipping anyway, because if you contact me, I'll put it through my regular order gotcha. and you won't have to pay shipping. Okay. Unless you want to get it in less than six days. Gotcha. Um, if you go to bookshop.org, which is the other option, which is also perfect, 
uh, you will end up having to pay shipping. So that, that works anywhere you are in the country. Yeah. What Bookshop does is they support small independent bookstores and give an online space with millions of different titles. And for a tiny shop like us we, who cannot have all sale. the titles and to be able to direct our mm-hmm. customer there is huge. Yeah. If you go to bookshop.org and then type in your zip code into that space, it'll show you all the bookstores that – Participate. Participate in bookshops. Oh, yeah. Co-op. And y'all come up. And we y'all come pop up. up. It's really we're easy. We're probably the only local bookstore other than Cavalier uh, yeah. who's involved with it locally. Okay. So let me ask you this. Is there any ever a time that, you know, if we – because I was emailing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would email you like five books at a time. I'd have yeah. my list. That works But well. you can pretty much get any book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can much. get any – There are you- some books that since like, um, you know, Amazon has become a – an avenue for for self publishing for a lot of folks. That is getting tricky. Sometimes there is it ends up being that I can't get the book through any route other than Amazon. And if that ends up being the case, then I just leave it on you to buy it from Amazon. Because uh, everybody's got an Amazon account. I don't okay. need to buy. It. I can't buy it from Amazon and then charge you more than what Amazon is charging. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I don't buy books from Amazon as a practice. When if that's the only place to go, then I'll leave it up to the customer. But that's very rare that that right. happens. Um, but with, you know, we're going to get into book talk and a lot of other things like that. There's a whole lot of books out there now that are available to be read that are either straight to Kindle or other kind of thing like that, right? That are a lot of people get involved in that drumming up all this, this vibe. And then, so there are sometimes, Hey, can you get this book? And I'm like, Oh, wow, let me look it up. And it, it's not for sale anywhere other than through Amazon. Oh, okay. <sighs> but I would think like, that's probably not the case with like the popular. It is not no. the case with most of the popular. No, okay. he's talking like he said more specifically self-published, and we want to help those people, like the people that are self-publishing. What does self-published means? Where they won't go through a typical publisher, they're going to get this done on their own. And Amazon has created a pretty enticing program. I don't know all An the details. So that yeah. people don't. I have could to be wrong, through. but I think that's what the Bush brothers did to produce or publish their book. Oh, because uh, uh, I might have to write a book. It's gonna be called then self-publishing. Might I'm be gonna. Though. It's gonna be called unsolicited advice. Unsolicited <laughs> advice. I love this book already. I, yes, I love this. I can picture you on the cover, like already, yeah. like oh yeah, like in a power okay. pose. Yes. Yes. yes, yeah. I mean, it's the title sounds great. Now I just got to come up with the content. But you know, you, already, but you <laughs> have the direction. You're one percent of the you way there. Actually, you have lots of advice. So I all think the time, that, it's um, really annoying. It would write itself. Yeah, right. correct. Unsolicited. Just sit with it, and yeah. it'll come. Yeah. Because I want to be. You know, a public speaker. Uh-huh. And in order to do that, I feel like you have to have the word author behind your name. That helps. And best selling. Right. True. Whatever that means. I mean, you could probably just put that back there anyway. Right. I know. I don't think there's a lot of credentials <laughs> to back that up. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. Okay. You could be best selling in Baton Rouge. You know? <laughs> best selling at like your Tarek website. And James, I'm best selling at Red, at Red Stick, Stick Reed. Reed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So this is good to know about all of the ordering. And then um, yeah. remind us um, the store hours. Do y'all have different hours? Hours, different times Only on of Saturday year? is different, but uh, well, that's a good question. Different times of the year. We yeah. haven't before, okay. you know, but we're closed on Sunday and Monday. And then we're open Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 6, and oh. then Saturday, 10 to 5. Okay. And on Saturday, we do story times at 1130 for little kids. Okay. How's yeah. that turnout? Really, it's really good. Um, and we, we have a couple of local people who come to us regularly who really draw a crowd. There's a, a reptile rehabilitation group called Scales and Tails. And when they come oh. and do their little uh, – they do like a show and tell and you can hold their snakes and their lizards and their geckos and things. They bring a huge crowd to the point that right. we now need to do it like elsewhere. Now we're like <laughs> trying to think about how to do it. Even after they – okay. So let me ask you this. That's another stupid question. So, you know, I walked in here and I was like, whoa, something's different. And then mm-hmm. James was like, you haven't been here since we expanded. And I was yeah. like, no, I'm really sorry. 
what where where we're sitting what was that this was was space for a caterer that kept their equipment here yeah this and the suite that mimosa is they kept their inventory in here same thing with our neighbor now who's mimosa handcrafted gotcha so this side of the building was just storage Mm -hmm. and then when they uh you know were leaving Dawson offered us the ability to double what we were, which was 300 some square feet to 600 some square feet. And then they're on the other side of us. And I don't know what their square footage is. It's about the same as our whole okay. Our total so, store. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, because it's I was a little confused. And that was like last July. So it was almost oh a gosh. year. Almost a year. That we got access to this side. But I didn't build that shelf. Correct. In, I think I finished that on my birthday, which is in September. Okay. Yeah. So I want to say that White Light Night in... November of last year was the first time that the counter was right there. It used to be over there. So, like, it's still relatively recent within the last yeah. half year that we have all this. Okay. I remember the first time I saw the new shelf, I came in around Christmas of last yeah. year. Yeah. And that was right as we had just gotcha. started. And it, it still had huge holes. You know, I didn't buy a lot of stuff for it until. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, recently. let's talk about how do, how do we um, actually have a book club? <laughs> I mean, we do have books monthly, right. and we talk about them on the podcast. Oh, speaking and of, this we, one's going to come out in July. Yes, so we get to announce the July book. Yes, but, we do. Um, I did create a group on Goodreads. Okay, the group. But you can you tell us, Terry. We need yeah. honest. We need honest feedback on well, how we an active brainstorm session. Okay, <laughs> the the book club. You just I got have suckered into it, honey. Really, yes. Well, listen, I, I have started and tried to start so many book clubs throughout the years, and some have been great, and some have totally tanked. So sometimes it's just like a recipe of the right people that are just, you know interested. But I like have so y'all haven't said like okay, we're gonna get together July fifteenth, like with a date yet, right? That is that. Because what I'm, because no. I'm scared. What if we do a date? Nobody shows up. Uh, well, okay, so that's a legit thing, and I have <laughs> massive anxiety. You can ask him; he has to deal with me before we have an event, book club, whatever. What if nobody comes? What like? And I have this sudden rush of like, what? How stupid am I? Why did I think this? And then I go through this crazy mind game, and then people show up. Okay, okay. So what you have to do is the whole like, if you build it, they will come. Okay, Here, we're gonna meet. This day, sorry, this day, <laughs> this time, and this is our book, right? Mm-hmm. If and 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 you have to be prepared to be okay that might be two people that show up, it might be three people, and, and assign people what they need to bring. That right snacks. And Who stuff? would like and to bring? So like now they, they're committed. Yes, we communicate with them. How do we communicate with them? Okay, so I have done it a couple different ways. I've done it the old, well, now the old traditional way, email. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> the, the old in our, in our land. Right. That is usually yeah, my yeah. easiest, like, just tried and true because not everybody's on Facebook and not everybody's on this. I've tried. I've even communicated via app, the WhatsApp, yeah. which was, you know, new for me, but I adapted and it was convenient. But you sh- at the end of the day, what I mostly rely on is I'll email you because that I know everybody has. And there's no excuse of I'm not on this one and I am on this one and I don't check this one often. Everybody checks yeah, their email. Everyone has an email. Um, so I would say be willing to like you're going to have to collect that information, you know, however. that. But I would say like start there, like just the most basic, easy thing. Once you start meeting and you as a group want to decide, how about we start communicating via whatever's honestly the easiest for you? Then, yes, you mm-hmm. change that. But initially, I think email might be the best way we're going to send out an email do you have a newsletter 
No, it's <laughs> called funny a lanyard. that you should ask. Okay, we just sent out our first one last month. Okay, guess what? Our newsletter is the perfect place to sign up. I think up, that's you a know? great idea, and we could put, you know, like you always talk about your lead magnet, but put something for people to say, like, I'm available these dates, or if we give now, okay, I, I will say, okay. Okay. Terry's gonna say okay. not to do that. You just, no, 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 no. Just, okay. When it comes to Look, dates, is the next big thing. This is gonna be the hardest thing. There is no, as soon as it you say a date, it's not gonna work. Okay. Right? It's not going to work. So you have, because I have done also the whole, like, let's vote on everything. The date, the time, what we're eating, what we're reading. And then I quickly was like, oh, my God, what have I done? So uh, the book clubs that I have said, whether it's arbitrary on my part or not, we meet the last Saturday of the month. Uh, at this, mm-hmm. like, so it's a consistent thing. And it's like, okay, if you can't come in July, 100% we'll see you in August. And I have never made a book club. There have been some book clubs that I have been a part of that are crazy strict. That I'm like, whoa. Wow, this mm. is like another level. I'm not that way. If you show up, you show up. If you don't, you missed out. So you know. Yeah. But it's we'll always. But time. I would say something that's easy to be like. They don't have to remember the date. They're like, oh yeah, it's the last Saturday of the month. That I'll remember that. Like the Mid City Book Club that meets here, it's the last Monday of the month. That's when they meet. That's when they always meet, unless something special happens, and then she tells us otherwise. But pick a consistent date that works for you. The people that can make it will make it, and and if they miss it, they're gonna. If they really want to come, they're going to make the effort to put it in their calendar and attend the next time. And okay. if they miss it, they miss. But that's the hard part because you want everybody to be able to come, and yeah. especially if it's somebody that you're like, she would be perfect to come, and she can't. Then that's yeah. the one she misses, and she'll make the next one. Okay, I like it. Thanks, Terry. Now we have work to do. Mm. Yes. Okay. So, but mm-hmm. you also need to have a book that's a good book club book and yeah i don't feel like i'm good at that uh, the first one is i think always going to be the hardest because you're picking blind okay right so you might as well in that first book pick don't be too concerned and this is hard for this i'm laughing as i say this to you because i'm always worried about what other people are thinking when i do this but try not to think too much of what pick a book that you know that you're either going to be excited to talk about um, that you know is timely in some way where others, you know, like something that you are excited about. Cause if you are, then you're going to bring that enthusiasm to the discussion and, and the vibe of the meeting. So start like easy, something that is in your comfort zone. Okay. Like, like if you know, you know, you just picked up a Jody Picoult. Mm-hmm. Now that's a, that's a heavy hitter to start with. But, but like if you know there's a certain author, whether it's Emily Henry, we talked about yes. a second ago, or, um, what are some other good ones? Uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh yeah. We did like, that one. Something that's like most people are going to like. Once yeah. the group starts to meld, then you either A, start to pick books that you do think the group is going to like. Or, I mean, you could go so many avenues. You could have the uh, – I'm going to refer to the Mid-City Book Club. I'm going to throw in that I'd recommend you pick a paperback because hardcover books okay. are exceptionally expensive. Well, that's, that's another that's, part that's of it. I was going to ask. Because sometimes when they first come out, they're only in hardcover. But hard. other authors, you can get it in paperback. Usually Some in go the, straight to paperback. Some do not. The, uh, like most of your romance books nowadays will come out in paperback. So I need to check jump. that. How do I check that before well, we pick a book? I asked y'all. <laughs> you're, you're, it's could. a matter of looking it up. The, cra- the no, out of y'all. not at all. That's what we're here for. But, but you do like, again, Mid-City Book Club. When she picks a book, she takes into consideration the price. Yes. Is it available at the library? So that if the person cannot purchase it, they can just check it out. And if the book checks off those things, then she puts it on 
as one of the things mm. we might read. Okay. So, and I'm sure, you know, ebook versions. Of course, we right. want to support the shop. That, or, and there's people that accessible. have audio book. Like, right. Like, yeah. whatever it is, you ha- as long as I think you, people have options is what he's saying. What is James going to say? We also have <laughs> a company like bookshop.org called Libro.fm. That sells audiobooks for us. Oh. oh. So, like, right, if you're an audiobook person and you're like, oh, and I want to listen to it on audio and I want to support the bookshop, mm-hmm. you could do that. Wait, Libro? Libro.fm. That's great. So yeah. then the proceeds go still yeah. to right. Mystic Reads. Mm-hmm. Right. And you get your book. book. Right. And so, it's a, you know, it's another one of those, like, subscriptions <clears throat> you get. You get so many books a month or whatever if you pay Well, I feel like people that listen to audiobooks are totally fine having subscriptions. Mm-hmm. True. Because that's all they listen to. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like what Terry's getting at is having more options yeah. mm-hmm. makes it come together. Right. Makes it and more And that accessible. way everybody, right, if somebody's like, I just can't swing a new book every time. I like going to the library. I mean, I like going to the library still. So, it, I mean, you know, make if it's available there too. That's nice, you know. Do we actually have to talk about the book at the meeting? Okay, that's a great question. Because you're either a book club or a wine club with a book problem. Um, (laughs) I think we, well, both. I I think we would talk about it for a little bit. I feel like I've done both extremes. I have had book clubs. My very first one, if you remember when we were at the Chimes, Mm. we just drank. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There was a book in the room. (laughs) That's about it. And then they have progressed through time. The one I'm in right now, legitimately, we sit, we talk about it. She has questions. We answer the questions. She has built in time for us to like mingle. And then, okay, now we're getting, but I've also had the other extreme where we have questions. We forget we had questions. We're talking. Oh yeah. Do you want to go back to the question? It's the, it's really going to be about the vibe you want to bring to right. it. Right. And I, if it's my vibe, it's uh-huh. going to be a wine club that has also has a book. Right. right. And there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Yeah. My, yeah. my book club write. that I'm in meets He's at the Cypress Cove, I think is what it's called. The brewery down yonder uh-huh. on Cloud Street. We meet there. And we actually talk about the book for easily a good hour and a half. Oh, wow. Um, and drink beer while we do it. And they always pick exceptionally heady science uh, uh, smart Yeah, like he's, yeah. And, Check. And I don't no, read nonfiction. Not my, not this is the only reason I read nonfiction is because my book club tells me I have to. Yeah. Speaking of nonfiction. Speaking of nonfiction, mm-hmm. our that was uh, a good segue. James, <laughs> couldn't <laughs> tease that up. <laughs> so we have decided on the what did we decide? The first month of the quarter. Okay, so I didn't know it was that, that strategic. Oh, I knew it was quarterly. Yeah, it's Melissa quarterly. strategic. Okay. Okay, okay, let's just be honest. We are doing a nonfiction book. Uh huh. So like our that. July book is The Four Agreements by Miguel yeah. Ruiz. Brought to you by Lainey because this Wait, book changed my life. You less. This is a yes. very sure. popular yes. book. Actually, yes. I need y'all to, yes. y'all don't have yes. it, do y'all? Uh, it's on the way. I ordered it. I sold it on Saturday. Okay, okay. well, we're going to have to figure this out because five I'm, stars. I'm obviously, yeah. Five stars. Oh. Five stars? Yeah. See, Melissa. Five stars? The thing like is four or five that you don't read, like, or at least I don't think you read a whole ton of, like, spiritual type books. You're more of a, you're more of a fiction girly. Right? I mean, fine. No, that's not a bad thing. I don't thing. often... I read I, my horoscope. Yeah. But I I picked this because this book truly changed my life, and I don't say that a, that okay, a lot of Okay, this is what I, I call this a nightstand book, meaning that uh, if there are certain books that I buy that I want to refer to whenever I have... Like, yes. Like, oh, what's that thing I... And that is one that I keep close because I often pull it, and I just want to remind myself of something. I want to reread it. I want to kind of center myself. It's definitely a book you can just pull extra from you 
You don't yes. have to read it like a story. Correct. But it and is... And you don't even have to sit it... I don't even know if I would recommend reading it in one sitting. No. It's a lot. It's, it's like, good advice. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's advice. literally it four really ways It really changed to, my mindset It makes it very simple. Life and... Especially the one, don't take it personal. That was... Huge. Honestly, yeah. all of them. Like yeah. it was just a okay. big wake up call. I feel like before I leave, I need you to put two books for or, me. Okay, ordered, no, yeah. but that's a great. Yeah, pick. I'm gonna need that yeah, great order too. Then that'll be one of them. Mm-hmm. That's because I feel like that's great and there's, discussion. There's like three or four, or five books in that. He wrote I just like read yeah. the first Fifth one, agreement. but no, I feel like to, yeah, the four. I was like one is Kate obviously loves the positive dog, and we read that as the first. Nonfiction book of the year. I've not read that one, but okay. um, I feel like the Four Agreements has some of the same ideas as the Positive Dog. It's just a little more deep. Like I feel like Positive Dog is a little bit more of a lighter yeah. story, and Four Agreements kind of goes more a little deeper into like the human concept and yeah. It, I would say it's like a headier, yeah. Right? Like you kind of want to sit with like he like you read a sentence and I'm like very Whoa. like meditative. Yeah, like I have to digest. That's why I wouldn't say I would never even though you could cuz the book is very short. You mm-hmm. could read it in one sitting easily. I just wouldn't recommend it. I feel like the stuff that you're reading you have to kind of like I feel so like let it read it chapter chapters. by chapter. Yeah, I like let it, it simmer, chapters. let it be like okay, wow. Okay. It's it, and it's nothing like groundbreaking. No, but, but it's just, it just put it in a very simple perspective. Like, it's very like recentering. Yeah, totally. Okay, good pick. Wow, Lainey. Yeah. I know. I, I'm um, excited to see what y'all and it's think. short. Yeah, and it is short. short. <laughs> it's very doable. <laughs> we'll go towards very my, my reading goal for the uh-huh. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the hot books for the summer. The one that I just brought up that is like fourth wing. The fourth. How wing. could you not talk about the fourth wing? Okay, right now? Kate's like what I know. Is that? I have not heard of the fourth. Me wing. neither. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I hadn't heard about it until like every single person suddenly around me. So, I felt like was talking about it. Who's the author? Goodreads. Um. Oh my god, I'm blanking on her name. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get there. Well, I'm trying to get there, but Goodreads, you know, it it gets a little shy. Um. Shy. <laughs> it's hold on. It's wait. first of all, it's got. Oh, Have you read it? Ms. So I'll tell you what it made no, me think of. they need to order it for me. Oh, okay. It made me realize that when books come out and they have special page designs, like cool printing on the side of them, I need to buy yeah, a lot of them and sit on them. Because those books that, right now are selling for like $85, under bucks for the book. So when the, special edition when when the came book out. came out, the first edition had this beautiful, the pages, as you saw them, were all black. And then these dragons were outlined. Yeah, they had like the white and cut out dragons on them. I'm so a sucker cool. for some. Oh, and it had like yeah. the hand torn so cool. page style too, so it was like that cool look to it. It was a really cool looking. Wow, book. some novelty. But at the time, you know, I I didn't realize that um I should have a case of them that I keep on hand for when the world runs out of them and then demand. Well, goes that up. was the thing. Yeah. Nobody saw that. Coming. And that <sighs> is going back to what we were talking about. Well, now here's the thing. <laughs> It is our role as a bookseller. Yeah, in the Guess future, what? I will sit to on. To pay attention. No, <laughs> to pay attention to, <laughs> to the, what, the book talk. But when it came out, there wasn't as, in as, as big yes, of a push. I, That's the thing. Yeah. I feel yeah. like... Something, and this it came why, out, it sat on the shelf yes, for two okay. weeks after it came out. Book talk. Yeah, That's yeah. what we okay, do. Okay, let's back up. Back up. Okay. The fourth, ring is, fourth wing is by Rebecca Yaros. There you go. Okay. Thank you. Yaros. And I can't pull up Goodreads, but when we looked at I it, it had 4.69 stars. It is Y'all. the highest rated book on Over Goodreads right Hundreds now. of wow. thousands of reviews. And so the first thing I asked Terry is, is it really worth the hype? 
Because again, I don't think it was hyped when it first came out. No, and then all of a sudden, book talk yeah. or, you know, all book the, and talk. they start, they're like, oh my God, I couldn't put this down. And that's what everybody wants out of a book, right? You want a mm-hmm. book you can't put down. And Terry told me, yes, it's totally worth it's, the hype. It sucks you in. Now, is it a work of literature? No, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> no, ma'am. And we're going to talk about that. No, ma'am. See, maybe that's why I would like so it. There's a, so that's what I'm saying. Like, when me I too. say it's good and worth the hype, I mean, like, you get what you're basically expecting and like it's just fun and addictive it sucks you in right away you will know you know how uh, you know when you go on a first date within minutes you're like this is not where to work out mm-hmm. same thing with this book read chapter 1 if you're not already into it do not proceed the oh. the book is too long to invest in but if already in chapter 1 you're like oh what okay that's my challenge keep going which exactly. i can say uh, okay Did you ever read hunger games um okay Yes, and I loved Hunger Games, the first one. The last book, I can summon that anger back. I hated the last Hunger okay, Games okay. book. I, I mean, I, it brings me straight back to the beach trip where I read it and just angered oh, me. But gosh. the first one was great. The first one sucked. Well, see, Hunger Games, yeah, I resisted like, reading read for quite some time. <laughs> yeah, I know, every time I my, read the concept, I was well, like, here's, I, I my so problem. Problem. here's my problem with books. For here's my problem with books. I forget them. Oh, so uh, so I mean, so a you book didn't read it has, and you forgot how I, bad it was. I, like a book really has to make like such an impact on me. So I will tell you I right understand now. That. The book that I remember, like literally remember this book is uh She's Come Undone by oh, uh Wally Lamb. Yeah. And I read that book twenty years ago. Wow. Wow. Twenty years yeah. ago. And I can remember almost scenes that from a- that book. Mm-hmm. Right. And he, Wally Lamb to me is one of the best authors. Yes. And the fact the, that he could write that from a man's perspective. The, like the other one, point. honestly, is the Pillars of the Earth series. Oh. Yeah, you do you love Pillars of the Earth. I I mean <laughs> and I felt smart. It's historical series. fiction. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah, read it yeah, and I liked yep. it. Okay, so let's talk about this though. When you said like is it is the fourth wing literary no. okay and that Terry and I just had this whole conversation. Okay. So since we are not actually famous people and these famous authors aren't actually <laughs> going to hear this. Right. We can be honest. We can be right. honest. And so there are definitely some authors that I read and I am like, I'm not going to, I'm going to go back to Pillars of the Earth. Okay. Right. That is a piece of literary art. Correct. That is a book. It's, right. it's entertaining, but it is so well written. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about, is it Aline or Alain? I don't know how to say her name either. Ellen Hildebrand. <laughs> Alain. Just call her Hildebrand. 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 Oh, E. So I was telling Terry, she keeps coming out with books, and they are great beach reads, but they're all the same. They're I would not same. call that a work of literature. It's not a is work of literature. Is it a good book? Yes. Yeah. It does it, in other words, in my mind, it does not have to be a work of literature to only be, like, there's more to a good yes. book than... But yeah. neither one of those examples, Fourth Wing or Ellen Hillary, that's like not in literature. The, in the world of fantasy right now, Brandon Sanderson, he's the, probably the biggest fantasy author right now. He has the largest Kickstarter campaign ever. He's like wanted to pull in a million dollars and got like four and a half in, in wow. a couple days and then decided to write five books because of it, right? Um, he's not a, lit- he's not a literary kind of writer. Mm-hmm. Like his but writing style is not overly great, but he's, he writes cool him. stories. Right. Right? That's what I was going to say. I think that's how you get popular because to be honest, like, the common folk, quote, are not yeah. going to sit down yeah. and read this piece of literature for fun. Mm-hmm. I and so it's going right. to sell different in- our entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's all about write what your intention is. What you want. Yeah. And I feel like there are, most people are looking 
to read to escape correct yeah. to relax yeah. so like the the series i could never get through okay even though i watched the entire tv series is game of thrones yeah. oh. well he hasn't finished it so you're, so, you're okay <laughs> but that to me i'm sure like that was people raved about it and i wanted to get into it but y'all my brain i could not follow those books to save my life he, uh, that's no, my kind of no thing. surprise he did that's yeah my no, my, uh, christy who works for us she was like oh my god melissa i listened to it and i I bought the first Game of Thrones three different ways. Right. Okay. <laughs> I bought a hardback Couldn't that was really it, huh? big and thick. Yes. I decided to get this, the whole like set and paperback, and I bought the audiobook. On the first Game of Thrones, I spent about a hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. And it, but it never spoke to you because that's it did, yeah. not but, your. But you know what I have a hard time with? When it speaks to everyone else and it doesn't feel like I'm like, what? Is there something wrong with me? I mean, no, literally, I have, ha- I have had that so many times where I feel like the Emperor has no clothes and I'm the only one who knows. <laughs> um, but it, you do wonder, like, what am I not seeing? Especially it'll happen to me on Goodreads. Like, it'll, a book that's getting, like, five stars. Five, and then I get to it and I'm like, it's barely a three. Yeah. What yeah. do I yeah. not see? Like Station Eleven, I didn't. I was, eh. That one was a hard was a hugely yeah. good book. Everybody but yeah, it's, it. like, eh, but it's just not. not your cup of tea. That's <laughs> yeah. what you discovered. We're different people. Fantasy like different to things. that, exactly. right, is not your thing. Okay, yeah, so, like, a- another author that, to me, is very lighthearted is Christina Lauren. Mm-hmm. I always want to say Lauren, and I'm like, I don't know why, because it's just Christina Lauren. Now, yeah. I actually read her books in the middle of the night when I cannot sleep. She's, oh, she's a palate cleanser. She puts me right to sleep. It's easy. Uh, That's the point. Like, it's, like, trying. It's not boring. It's just yeah. not thought-provoking, except for this one <laughs> that I'm reading right now, and I'm, like, up in the middle of the night. I don't remember the name, but I don't want to say the title because I'm going to say somebody dies in it. And I'm like, oh, that's not very Christina Lauren. And not just <laughs> dies. Did you like this recently? Like, yes, because like I, murders. I think you told Ooh. me. You were like, I couldn't that sleep. And I was reading expected. this happy Why little book and this someone died. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, they pushed him off a cliff. Wow. Like, And he's dead. Maybe, maybe he deserved it. And I was like, no, no he <laughs> definitely did. Okay. And then the whole time, <laughs> that's not the point. The whole, like, yes. time, the whole time, I'm like, he's got to have to come back to life. I mean, this is a romance. Like, what right. is going on? So I was very confused about that. Okay, so we could talk books forever. Kate, Kate's not as good as stories. I know, I know. Like, well, I I, look, well, I told Missy T. So I used to read a ton, like mm-hmm. in college and after college. Um, I read, and honestly, I want to say probably my game changer was my daughter. You know, yeah. um, but I, I always, I mean, I remember bringing books to work in college, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, um, reading on the clock but um <laughs> and and then i kind of fell off and then i think, I think there's phases i remember when we had we had kids i was like i'm never gonna read again yeah and it really did feel like I i've went slowed to, down considerably and had to switch to audiobooks to get any reading done also, yeah. you might be in a similar boat as i am in that i really aspire to be a reader i want to but my attention span is <laughs> What? Gone out the door because of our friend TikTok. I was like, gonna say, yeah. it's that so is, terrible. I'm, that's something is. I can recognize yeah. is that like now I don't want to sit down and do that. Like I just want to mindlessly scroll through something, so, and I know that's terrible. No, it's not terrible it's not. because that's I find myself true. doing that too. But then I also have to tell myself, is this bringing me joy? Like reading, and the oh, answer is yeah. by far absolutely not. I feel like all I've done is wasted my time. Yeah, so, there's a book <laughs> called <laughs> Reclaiming Conversation. Right. It's all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to get back I read um a little beach read that my friend Brooke gave me and um and then that kind of got me oh am I too far away too a little my loud you always have to be close oh okay I'm watching the meeting I'm always being shushed 
<laughs> well, that's when not you, here. That's when you talk out of turn. I know. No, <laughs> not here. I don't, <laughs> no, I don't get shushed here. I get shushed like public in public. <laughs> so strangers are always yeah, shushing me. Strangers, family, friends. Well, in case events, our office is it, like it's oh, like a I morgue. do get shushed at Falcon, and we I do sometimes okay. have to be like, yeah. I know we're getting really excited. Okay. Um, but so I thought I'd be loud enough. But uh, but anyway, so and um, now this is accidental because this M- Melissa has built me up as a non-reader. So the next sentence I'm going to say is is really going to be jarring. Um, and it's that I'm a literature teacher. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's, acc- it's accidental. I'm actually a social studies teacher. Gotcha. Oh, and I retired so from teaching. And then I was a wedding planner. I have fallen ass backwards back into teaching <laughs> and it's middle school literature. So that's what Ooh. I was asking about the YA books. Is gotcha. I've been reading YA this summer. Um, YA is fabulous. It is. Oh my gosh. I, my no sister, shame in that game. My sister no, let me borrow no The Midnight Children, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so sweet. There's I so loved it. Although so the first books. chapter, I I am um like I really love bacon, but I don't eat a lot of meat. You mm-hmm. know, and I'm like one of those. And like, <laughs> <and> my, <laughs> I'm not sure where we're going with this. No, all of a sudden, I'm very <laughs> my confused. sister's like, Me you're either, gonna love this. What does this have to book. do with books? I don't know. Well, we're about this to find book out. is set in a town where the main industry is a slaughterhouse. Um, and I, I read the first chapter, and I was angry at my sister. I'm like, why would you do this to me? But right. anyway, if you're like me and you're upset about slaughterhouses, they don't. Don't read this so, book. Yeah, <laughs> get, keep going. It'll right. It's it'll, not. It'll, it'll it'll write itself. I thought yeah. you were using that as an analogy no. for I like books, but I don't read them a lot. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> I just was angry with, with my sister that this book started off in a slaughterhouse. I was like, she doesn't know me. But then you realized at it was all. bacon, and you're like, it's okay. But then I kept going. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was a really yeah. sweet book. And then um, I read Bloom, which is why I was looking for Hatch. Yes. And um, and then I'm, I'm currently reading Hatchet. I've never read Hatchet before, so oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ross and my nephew boys seem to like it a lot any is man a great, in my life yeah. is like oh hatchet was my favorite uh-huh. book uh-huh. I never read it. Um, so okay so, so far so good it's you know survival mm-hmm. so let's kind of talk about um let's kind of talk about the biz how's business been since we had last had y'all on because i think we had you guys on almost two years ago oh wow yeah significantly yeah, just, better yeah uh i mean we can kind of put it in phases of when mimosa showed up uh, that has helped significantly. I figured they would bring in. So yeah, business. when we were the original 350 square foot spot, and then Mimosa built their shop at, and Mimosa built their shop at, our source, our sales doubled. Um, and then Mimosa moved in next door, and they widened our space. When our space doubled, our sales doubled. Um, and then in like the last say four or five months, things have been steadily getting busier. As we get more exposure, we're involved in some more things. We're actually you know, paying occasionally to do sponsorships and stuff. So our, our name is out there more than it has been when Cottonwood closed down. That put a lot of focus That's indirectly right. on us. Yeah, um, I was going to say, I feel like y'all are killing it with the events. Like I have repeatedly been invited to events that you guys have put on. And I'm like... Those are my people. Like, how do you know about them? <laughs> also, we discovered. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sherry Gillio. We got to give. We got to give. Yeah, we Sherry wanted a Gillio. coordinator Sherry who Gillio. would be happy to work oh, for time. Sherry Gillio is the one who. Yes. Facebook I used to work with Sherry. Oh, she was Sherry. my boss. <gasps> when I, I was a social yeah, so studies then teacher. We, yeah, we together okay. at St. Joseph's. Then I don't need to say more to you. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, we she love like her. Totally she used to be a Louisiana She totally lady. reached out on Facebook. She would be a fabulous She would be a fabulous Yeah. Love it. 
we, we, got, we got excited. Summer. Sorry, James. I'm, no, that's yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fabulous Louisiana lady also. <laughs> yes. It's always nice to have a Louisiana lad <laughs> But on. that has always yeah. been our goal was to uh, to kind of let the community determine what our fate was going to be. But knowing that we needed to, you know, inject ourselves in there as much and as we could. And then it needed to be organic. But yeah, I don't, don't want to come people over the head. Right. Yeah, but I still feel like y'all have grown in terms of your business sense and mm. strategy. Look, y'all aren't going to give yourselves any credit. But like, you, uh, obviously, you had to expand the bookstore. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're having these events where a ton of people are coming. So it's not like, I mean, I get it organic, but like you still had to put some heart and soul and passion oh, gosh, into yes. it, right? It's so scary mm-hmm. all of the time. It is so scary. All of the time. <laughs> I mean, it feels like I somebody, I, I just came from a book conference and a girl I was with said, the, the scary, we put ourselves out there all the time, not knowing if what we're going to do is going to work, but you have to put yourself out there. And that's not just in the book industry, right? Like we're always, all of us doing that to some degree where you show up and you're like, who's with me? And yeah. you have that, you risk that no, nobody's there yeah. and it's just you. <laughs> but the thing that we keep getting pleasantly surprised with is that every time we do something, somebody shows up. Yes, and well, it's not yeah. always a huge event. Like and that Doyle, last I event mean, we did was kind of that was unique like in the sense crazy. that generally when we've done events like a pop up, it has been in the service of a market, and so we're so not there's the draw, many people right? that you're coming. There's to a visit, market people coming here for right. lots of reasons to spend money. Someone might be coming to see so, a jewelry correct. seller, and exactly. we happen to be yeah. one of the so many we popped vendors. up at Barracuda, and it was. It was on a Wednesday night. It was to be their slowest of the week with the intention of us not, you know, coming in and bogging down their operation and then also so that we could see if we make a difference. And that thing was crazy busy. I it saw was videos. easily like almost all the markets we had done before, before COVID ended the market mm-hmm. scene. If you put them all into one are about as successful wow. as that, that one little three hour pop up right there. Um, and all of that was off of our social media and then what Barracuda threw out there too. I think they might have put us in the online advocate for like things to do with food or whatever for that day, but it was crazy busy. Um, and they're not, okay. So they're not, <laughs> that was one of the first experiences for us that was like that. Yeah. There are many things that we do that are super <laughs> small super. and barely nobody shows up. Like there's yeah. been many nights where him and I are just sweating, thinking somebody else. Right, like like in the last Christmas, a lot of the little side events that we do is me dressed up like Santa Claus going to other people's businesses and we have an eight table with some Christmas books on it. Right. Yeah. There's plenty of small stuff, but but I think you have to be willing to do a lot of those things and, and be willing to risk that some of these things are not going to be successful in a monetary way or in an immediate way, that, that the payoff is a longer range, sort of slower, like maybe only two people came, but those two people had a really good time and mm-hmm. they told two other people. And now, you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, yeah. And look, that is the constant fear of when we try and do author events. Because like author events are an interesting little thing because it seems like from my outside impression, there's a couple different ways that authors expect an author event. There's like the Barnes and Noble way when I work there, where it's like author gets to set a table up up front. Any person who feels like talking to said author can go and talk to the author. But there's not like there's not an event surrounding this person. They're just here signing books Mm -hmm. if you want to buy them. 
which works great in that kind of a scenario where there might be a hundred people who walk through that store throughout the day that that person, but I'm not going to have a hundred people come through there in a day. So right, if an so author wants to do an author somebody's... signing along that, I just like to set up a table <clears> and then whoever comes in can talk to us like, okay, but what if only eight people come in? <laughs> you know, that's kind of, I feel bad about that, right? Eight people's great for me if all eight of them buy a book, but they might not any of them buy your book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't, yeah. and so we get, we get very, I get uptight of thinking about well, what if no one comes? Yeah. How do we do an author? And then, and then the other side, I was okay. Well, let's do an event. So now it's an. What does that look like? Yeah. Is the author prepared? Am I prepared to have twenty, thirty people here with a focal point? I'm going to sit down. I have a TV or whatever. You know, talk to this person. Is it going to be a interview? Well, again, or whatever? it's we, just we're, just we're unused constantly to the putting ourselves in situations where we don't know how to do. Yeah, this <laughs> we don't know what we're doing, and we have to be okay to say that and say, but we're about to figure it out, right? Right. And then, yeah. and, and we've had some author events that have been phenomenal and some that have not. <laughs> and we're learning. As I was about to say, you probably learn from each and every event mm-hmm. and yes. probably make changes, you know. Even story time, like that, that putting yourself out there. Sometimes mm-hmm. two kids show up, no kids show up, 25 kids show up and you just ride the wave. Yeah. But it's a, yeah. every week you just have to put yourself out there. And So Terry, are you still teaching? Yes. Okay. You're teaching full time? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we still love it? It's hard. <laughs> I guess. They, okay, let me teaching answer that first. a different first. age group. Yes, I still love it. I love teaching. It is very, very difficult question to, to balance both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't love that. Yeah. That I, I feel a t- like as soon as I'm focused on one part, the other part is neglected. Mm-hmm. And so I'm never figuring out, like I, I haven't figured out the magic recipe to balance the two Um and I've kind of, in a way, stopped. I'm just trying to do my best. And and yeah. sometimes it's not balanced. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Like right now in the summer, it's great. There's only one thing I have to worry about. Yeah. Um, I can put the other on hold. But um, if I didn't love teaching, I would be miserable. I mean, I love what I do. I just, I'm also really so excited and passionate about this too, you know. Um yeah, it's hard. It's hard to balance the two. I don't. People say, "How do you do it?" And I say, "Not very well." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we get asked that about this podcast. Yeah, right? exactly. And I have to tell people, like, the podcast is not our source of income. I mean, mm-hmm. that is just the right. reality, right? right? We have real jobs. We have right. real jobs, and so you know, we've gotten better and a little bit more strategic with the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we understand the struggle of that. And I mean, yeah. I told Lainey, I think I looked at her, and I was like, in order for us to really like, if we really wanted to take the podcast to the next to level. Another level right you, we may or may not i mean obviously we're not quitting our job i'm just saying mm-hmm. it's very hard mm-hmm. and and to still like laney's been studying for a test and work has just been really busy lately but it's like we're not full-time influencers like you see on these social media apps mm-hmm. that don't have an office I mean, job i'm just right. proud of us that we even are videoing ourselves listen that you have a splitter and you have nice microphones yes yes well finally one day i was just like melissa just freaking record yourself and post it and stop Stop overanalyzing. And I don't know if this happens to you, but I get very bogged down in the imposter syndrome too in what I'm doing. Who do I think I am to tell people? My business coach basically told me that. Yeah, I mean that's that's another huge (laughs) hurdle to come across. Our game changer was Lee Moss, was a past Louisiana lady. Shout out to Lee. She literally told us. She said, "You have to just do it," because she was saying that about herself and promoting her business. She was like, "I, you just have to do it." And yeah. I was like, you're right. Mm-hmm. It really is that simple, but, but it's the, so hard. The it's, thing yeah. that, that But that I mean, I, I also realized. think I'm really funny, but I'm worried that other people <laughs> don't think I'm funny. You are very funny. Yes. I was going to say one of the things that, that I have taken away from the whole idea about being in business for yourself, right? 
Um, I mean, previous to this, I was in food and right. I did restaurant management and all that kind of stuff. But at Whole Foods, you know, yes, I was in food, but I was running a team of lots of things that had more to do, uh, more, more stuff involved than just food. There was a lot more customer of, service. Yeah, customer service, but all the brass tacks of how you run a business. And the thing that I realized, because I am not the sort of person who jumps into water I can't see through, uh, I, I, I was not going to jump to be an entrepreneur. I was never going to take, it was never going to be clear enough. I was never going to have the answers that, you know, I could tweak a spreadsheet all I want and it'll, and it'll say exactly what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I never felt comfortable. I had to put myself into positions where I have no op- option but to jump. But the one thing I found after I opened this up is that if it's in the lot of work that you normally do in any way, you're probably already doing the work that mm-hmm. you would need to be doing as an entrepreneur and you just aren't doing it with your money. And that's really the biggest burden that you have to overcome is realizing that this is all going to be on my shoulders. But at the same time, like I know how to do this. Yep. This is, I was doing it for you know, I've been doing this forever. Great there is not some kind of big on the other side of this wall. There's a whole different system you have to learn so that you can run a business. Like odds are strong. The majority of what you're going to do is what you're already doing. Yeah. And then there's a small percentage that's going to drive you crazy. It has to do with, well, how do I spend my money to keep well, doing right. those things? You're going to have, and you'll have some hurdles and think every business owner, mm-hmm. every business owner, they're good at what they do, but they might, they're typically missing a piece of the mm-hmm. puzzle. That's why you have attorneys and CPAs <laughs> and financial advisors. It's not a shameless plug. It's just a real, I work with a ton of business owners. So I'll tell you, um, Uh, There's a financial advisor that we work with and he's kind of become a mentor to me. And I mean, he looked at me like five years ago and he was like, you're an entrepreneur. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just a partner at a CPA firm. And he was like, no, you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I think people sell themselves short on that because the term entrepreneur is so like, I mean, it's not like people wake up and they have this like gene that makes Mm -hmm. them an entrepreneur, right? It's taking risks, Mm -hmm. not letting fear get in your way. You do, I feel like, have to be visionary, and I do not think Mm -hmm. everybody is visionary Mm -hmm. or wants to be, right? Mm -hmm. There are some people that want to stay and do what they're being told, which is fine. You have to have, if we had a whole bunch of entrepreneurs, the world would not go around, right? But I love that. And I think what you said earlier, just like you got to take the risk. Fear is so real. I was just having this conversation with somebody about this the other day. And she's like, I have got to stop letting the fear hold me back. And I said, if anything, just write down what's the worst that can happen. Because that's probably not going to happen. Yes. Whenever you walk it through to, okay, if this happens, then this. And then what if this? And and whenever you go all the way to the end, it's never, never as bad as you you thought. The book Dune has a great mantra on fear (laughs) that runs through it as a theme. Oh, Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death, which totally obliterates and destroys. It can become debilitating. Yeah. Yeah. It can, it literally is probably the reason why so many people end up not doing what they really want to do and pursuing their dreams. Okay. So real quick though, before we wrap up, Mm -hmm. you guys, um, with book clubs, like actual book clubs Mm -hmm. that, I mean, Mm -hmm. Louisiana ladies, we're going to get there. You, <laughs> yeah, yes. we are. Virtual, yes, we are. But you guys do club. a discount, a bulk discount. Yes. If yes. We, so how do we do that? Do we just ask our you listeners to yeah. contact you? Okay. So mm-hmm. the way, yeah, I'm email. saying all this like it's this formal <laughs> process. James, no, not yet. Because any of those formal processes I would need to put together on a website, which ultimately <laughs> would just put it into an email that came to me anyway. Yeah. So just send me an email. Okay. Um, but the way we basically break it down is if, uh, if your book club, if all of you are going to buy your books from us or – if five of you are going to buy your books yes. from us, then we give you a, a 20% discount on the okay. book club books. Nice. Is that right, Terry? You're mm-hmm. looking at them. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, we're lucky if like 
we don't have very huge book clubs. Like, <laughs> I, know, I was thinking it was a one. It's only three people. Contact yeah. me and I'll let you know if I Correct. can give you a discount. But yeah, we usually hook somebody up if they're buying for their book. So club. I did an Instagram story where I did a poll for if people read physical books uh-huh. or if oh. they read. Audio Aud- or, uh, e-books. Or, I didn't put audio books. I probably should have. Sorry. I I'm limited books. on my options on Instagram, okay? Because <laughs> we're not actual influencers. 75% of the people read physical books. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So they well, still okay, read so physical we, books. We just came from a conference, and I wish I could remember the exact numbers. I don't. But they presented statistics to us. And for the first time since e-books appeared on the market, and when they first appeared on the market, it was like their growth was exponential. And it was going to take okay. over. And it was going to ruin book print book sales as we knew it. And it was like the herald of everything awful and we know now that's not the case and for the first time ebooks are now matched with audiobooks in terms of how many people but print books continue mm-hmm. to beat the margin every time I think people reach for a physical book to escape the their phones yep. and the social and media. i think yes. that book people that's there's something about it right now well it's why people in the world of amazon a bookstore can still exist despite what amazon has done to the book industry because at the end of the day a book person wants to come and a touch a book mm-hmm. b talk to the person who touched mm-hmm. the book and the the more i think inviting of an environment that you can provide for that connection the more that the bookstore is not going to die i don't i think yeah. a book person think- wants a book I just thought this now, but I would like to see if I could come up with a, like a metrics on how many more books I sell if there's three people in the bookstore just instead of two people in the bookstore. Because really? so Cause often that talking. next person start starts talking, talking to that yes, person no. and they sell the book for me. Well, yeah. I was going to say, so much of the bookshop is the community aspect uh-huh. that we talked yeah. about yes. earlier. And I, w- I was also going to say, I think, and this is an outsider looking in, that you guys have a lot of very loyal customers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I know, Melissa, you come here and buy all your books. Mm-hmm. My aunt, who lives around the corner and was a past Louisiana lady, buys all of her books here. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure you guys Karen see Edelman. a lot yes. of okay. repeat customers. Yeah. We love Karen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she like brings all treats and stuff. Yeah. And I get to snuggle with the dog. I will say because I don't really, I'll be honest, I don't really like buying books from Amazon. Mm -hmm. Um, I prefer to support local, but it's not like y'all's prices are absurd. Okay, in comparison, but we know the reality is our book prices are printed on the back of the book. Right, I think people think we have to pick and choose. And if you look at, as soon as we started looking in the book industry, when we were like, okay, we're going to legitimately research this, immediately we were like, oh my god, you make no money on the book. This is actually ridiculous how this is set up. How do you make money? It's not the book, but. And we know, I say this all the time, to me, this is a gift shop disguised as a bookshop. We know that you can't come in here and buy a book every single time you're reading. It's, it's, that's expensive, especially hardbacks. Or, but we know that every now and then you like to treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you do, we're ready to help you figure yeah. out what that treat is. But it's understandable. I mean, it's a, it's a lot. But and I, we can't beat Amazon. I don't know. I don't know, though. I feel like sometimes Amazon... If a book's really popular, you know, because Amazon's reselling. Correct. They will. They can spike they it up. They spike up they the can. price, even if that's not what's yeah. on the back of the book. Right. But, so emailing you guys and buying directly obviously benefits you guys the be- uh, mm-hmm. the most. The bookshop.org is really neat, though, I will tell mm-hmm. you. Just it's because fabulous. you go to buy it and it tells you the proceeds that come to the mm-hmm. bookstore, yes, right? Cool. Yeah. It no, says, it's fabulous. And you're like, oh, oh okay. Cool. This is you really feel like you're helping. It you does. You are. And, 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 and the point of Louisiana us. Ladies is to support local. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I just think that there's... And you do a fabulous job of it. Thank you. For real. Thank you. 
You do. <laughs> Thanks. Because sometimes we don't. Think I think so. you underestimate. That's when we have I the imposter you, syndrome. Yes, yeah. I understand that, and you underestimate what you're bringing to the table. You do a fabulous job of it. Oh. Yay, go, go. I mean, like, Kate was spotted, you know, in the wild. Oh, yeah. Somebody was, asked her if she was a Louisiana that's lady. Really? That was, that's really very cool. You know, okay. name. Okay. Our first sighting was when we came here for the local yeah. crawl in Lindsay Duga. Duga. Oh, Lindsay Duga. <laughs> oh, we love Lindsay. Okay, yeah. 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 No, and then we had her come on. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Well, I keep thinking yeah. about when we, it was White Light Night, but this was like two years ago. Yeah, and it poor was. Laney, I thought she was going to like well, run into, there was nowhere to park. And we ended up moving a cone in front of y'all's shop and we're like, like, we were like, we know them. Yes, we do. Yeah. And Terry was like, hey. We're like, okay. So, and y'all were swamped. Yeah. It, white awesome. light night is crazy. That is crazy. In the best possible way. It, but it's yeah. Madness. I, I just yeah. think it really, like, it shows, you know, all of the good things that you guys are doing. And it's just really hard. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have had people tell me that they have tried to read and they are not readers. And I feel bad for those people. <laughs> because Bless you. that's your happy place. <laughs> because you are missing out. It's like the people that don't like pets. And I'm like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. You're literally See, missing out on a love. I remember one time um, somebody, I was like, oh, I'm not a fan of Rosé. And they were like, oh, you just haven't found the right one yes. yet. Same thing with books. I think it's the same with books. Yes. I don't think it's a pet or not pet person. I think they just haven't found the right book, the right author, Agreed. the right genre. Like, okay, keep trying. Look at Kate with the optimism. I mean, yes. look at Kate and her positive dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they say that often. I do have the four agreements. Oh, Ooh. okay. Everybody just <laughs> guess, right? Oh my God, no, but funny. I, I agree because I yeah. say that to like young kids who come in here all the time. I don't like reading. I'm like, you just yeah. haven't found the right book. Yeah, like, yeah. that yeah. let us. And that's the thing, right? Like when you come in here, it's just so fun to try and well, get a book, book in the right. Yeah. There you go. It's so fun. Prescribe to you mm-hmm. the book that is. That Best you, suited to, to improve your mind. That right? you didn't even know you needed. Well, and it really does make a difference. Also, I wanted to say this. Like, you guys are the brand. Y'all are the brand. Mm-hmm. Don't – y'all are the brand. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. you're the brand. <laughs> and it makes such a difference when people can come in and talk to y'all. Mm-hmm. That's true. That makes – they might not be able to buy – I mean, you know, I – Pretty much buy five books if I'm in here. I'm like four or five books. I'm right. like, load them up. Load them up. <laughs> yes. But they might not be able to do that just depending on what's going Correct. on. But it's still that connection. And yeah. it's just, I really appreciate honesty. You know, mm-hmm. and you are both honest about books. And it, it gets it gets you excited. And y'all can tell that, you know, you're passionate yeah. about it and stuff. You so. really can. Um, I'm going to have to cut us off because I feel like we could talk we really forever. We really could. I could. I really. You. Yes. You have to I shut feel me up. Like y'all have I, such a special place in our hearts because I remember when you guys came on the first episode, you left. And I think. This was, this we was were having a bad day. was with Aww. us, and all three of us were just in a funk, and y'all left, and we were like, that was what we needed. Like, we remember, we have recorded well over 100 episodes yes. at this particular point, and we still specifically Red remember. at the top. Yeah. Now, you know what you know, my, my husband said? Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> but he said, he listened to y'all, and he goes, he goes, you know, you would think, like, bookstore owners would be quiet. <laughs> no! <laughs> Okay, I do recall that episode was back when we had our older equipment. We only had the one mic. Yeah, we were so hugging. it just got really loud because we were all talking oh, we at the so same excited. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that one. So this one has like we've talked about right. this, but it's got yeah. different lines or whatever. Quite so fun. anyway, okay. So uh, location. This is Eugene and is this Eugene? Yeah. Uh huh. And government. government. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm directionally challenged. I'm like I know where you are because I lived over here. Yeah. Eugene and government. Check out the website. Email address. What's the email address? Redsickreads at gmail. Dot. Easy peasy. Yeah. <laughs> Red Sick Reads on Instagram. Right. Correct. And, awesome. And the, the, on Instagram. The, 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 
the internet device address is <laughs> yes. redstickreads.com. <laughs> yes. And also check them out on Instagram. Y'all have a fabulous Instagram page. I don't know who is doing that. Is that you, Terry? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Great. you are Killing on it. the yeah. ball. Thank you. Like, on the ball. we I have to, like, remind myself post to Instagram. Yeah, so, anyway. Same. Y'all are doing oh, great that's things. a journey. Oh, that's a journey. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I feel like we've made progress. It takes progress. all of us. <laughs> yes. yes. We have yes. made progress. So, anyway, thank y'all very much thank for letting you. us come thank record you. at your thank show. You. This has been so fun. This is awesome. Thank I was going to say on site again, and that's not the right word. On the location. Signing off. Signing off. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.